Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Well, good morning. I was hoping this morning that I was going to be able to preach to you face to face, but apparently we uh, there were other ideas with that and that's not going to happen, but I'm really excited to be bringing the Word to you this morning. You know, one of the things that we've had to learn, um, isn't it, over the last 12 months that we have to be adaptable and we need to change at a moment's notice. And I just want to give a shout out to our team that are serving this morning. They've done an amazing job just pivoting, making sure that everything is coming to you this morning. You know, as we've mentioned along the morning, Mitch is running our chat this morning and he would love to engage with you on that. So make sure you're interactive. You know, you can sit there and watch and that's good. But hey, if you've got questions or thoughts as you go along this morning, why don't you make sure you chuck that in the chat and uh, get engaged with us that way. Well, I have the privilege this morning of leading us around our third week. That's our third week of our Focus Forward service. Uh, And my iPad just fell. So that is awesome. Cool. All right. Plans don't always happen the way we want them to go, do they? But that is okay. As I said, it is our third week of Focus Forward. And, you know, we've been as a church just talking about what it means in the first week Wayne shared with us um, about what it means and where we're going as a church. You know, what we're focusing on, some of the things that we believe that God is actually sharing with us about where we are moving as a church. Then last week, Trent got to share with us around the importance of groups and community. You know, can I encourage you, our groups are starting back up at the moment. And while we may not be allowed this week to meet in person, uh, we can still jump online. So if you're not in a group, as Sim said earlier, make sure that you sign up for that. Well, this week took a turn, we know, and really that just sums up, does it not, what it is that we've experienced over the last 12 months. The world is changing moment by moment. And I don't know about you, but there's not a whole heap of predictability that we have. We can make plans, um, but we're not quite sure that those plans are actually going to happen until we're actually in the moment and they're happening right then and there. Um, There has been an aftershock after 2020. I don't know uh, in your household, but the rhythm of life has changed. You know, things that were once normal are not normal anymore. You know, over these next couple of days, we get to spend some more time at home and he is praying and hoping that it is going to finish on Wednesday. But whatever happens, you know, we can utilise this time to bring about some good. Um, You know, the rhythm of our lives has changed. You know, going to work doesn't necessarily mean that we get in our cars and, and actually drive there anymore. Going to school can be uh, happening in person or sometimes online. One of the good things that happened over last year, though, is that we as a church are now offering our services online, and for that I am very, very thankful. You know, with so many other things vying for our attention, the ability to focus is often challenged. 
What is focus? It's a good place to start, I thought. The concentration of attention or energy on something. It's directed, it's prioritised, and it's intentional. You know, I have a saying that says what we value, we prioritise. We actually put focus and attention in. Um, And intention as well. You know, if we deem it important enough, we're actually going to value it enough to put some attention on it. And this morning, I want to talk around our personal call. You know, we've talked about the church, where we're heading, and we've talked about, you know, being in community. But, you know, our personal call is something that's really important for us to put focus and attention on. Each one of us has been created with a unique call and gifting. God is such a creative God that he doesn't use a cookie cutter and go, right, I'm going to have this percentage of the population that do this and this percentage of the population do that. No, he enables each of us, he creates each of us to have a unique calling. It's not a replica. So if, if you felt pressure ever to be like somebody else, yeah, draw inspiration from them, but you're not a replica of that person. Your call is unique. It has been fashioned by God. It combines our natural gifts and abilities. It uses those things we enjoy and find satisfying. It stretches us and causes us to grow. And it needs the grace of God poured over it so we're able to do it. Our calling in God incorporates every area of our life. God doesn't segment our lives and go, well, I'm going to bless that bit, but I'm not going to bless that bit. No, he utilizes everything. Our call actually takes our willingness to think outside of ourselves. It takes courage to move towards it and humility to learn. Paul summed um, up the joy of our call when he wrote to the church in Philippi, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, Philippians 3. Yet all of the accomplishments that I once took credit for, I now forsake them, and I regard it as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know him meant letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap. It's like a pile of manure to me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as Lord in all of his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness based in keeping the written law. My righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ. The very righteousness that comes from God. And I continually long to know him. I know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me. I will be one with him in his sufferings and I will be one with him in his death. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection from the realm of death. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with 
passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. You know, that scripture is got so many gems in it, but um, you know, our personal call requires direction. We've got to know a general direction on where we are going. We don't always know the intricacies, the exact way that we are going, but we need to know a general direction. You know, a map or a compass is only helpful if we know kind of the area that we want to get to. One of my all-time favorite movies is Sister Act 2. I've watched that movie so many times, I've actually lost count. Uh, If I sit there, you would hear me recount a whole heap of the words that they are are, are being sung or said. Um, But I love what Sister Mary Clarence, who's played by Whoopi Goldberg, says. You know, if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, you've got to wake up and pay attention. To focus forward, we've got to wake up and pay attention and look around to our surroundings to listen, to take the cues from what God is putting in our path, those things that we love to do, those natural abilities and giftings that we might have and pay attention to the way that he is leading us. There's a character in the movie, and her name is Rita. And uh, I love the spunk that Rita has, to be honest. Um, but Whoopi also says to her, um, you know, she's, she's going through and she's really struggling. She, she loves to sing. She wants to sing. She wants to be part of the choir that they've got at the school. Um, but her mum has had a bad experience. Her dad was a musician and, you know, they always struggled financially. Uh, the, the story goes in the movie. But Whoopi challenges her and she says, if you wake up in the morning and you can't think of anything but singing, then you should be a singer girl. You know, what is that thing that you wake up every morning thinking of? What are those dreams and desires that you wake up, that you dream of at nighttime, that you can't stop thinking about? Maybe that's the very way that God is trying to get your attention, to help bring focus to you. What are those deep down longings that you have? You know, one of the things I've noticed in my life is sometimes I would prefer to look backwards than to look forwards. And and I find it interesting that we find it more comfortable to do that. You know, we want to go back and look at the areas maybe that were amazing times in our lives, or maybe we choose to focus on those things that um, have really just been a struggle. We wish we could go back and change them. But we can't. You know, what has happened in the past has happened. We can't go back and change it. But we can learn from what, we, um, what happened in those situations and look forward. So questions of, you know, how do we discover our calling? What does that mean? 
couple of things I think we can look at to, to be our, our guideposts, I guess. You know, what do you love? What are you good at? What strengths and giftings do you have? What areas do you feel challenged to develop in? What makes you feel fulfilled and satisfied? It's a good place to start. You know, with the tumultuous uh, season that we are living in, it can be really hard to look forward to the future. But Psalm 31.15 says this, that my future or your future uh, is in God's hands. It's in his hands. And so we can go, oh, I had this plan and it didn't happen and I want to do this and I don't know what it's going to happen. But God does. We don't have to fear what the future has because we know the one who holds it. As I said, our past does not have to dictate our future. Let's not be people who focus on what has been, but focus on what is still before us because our future is in God's hands. We are willing participants in what he wants to do in and through us. Willing participants. He never forces us, but he will open doors of opportunity for us to walk through. Our personal call also takes adjustment. What do I mean by that? To focus, often we need to make some adjustment so we can see clearly. Believe it or not, you may not have seen it, but I do wear glasses. I should uh, wear them every time that I um, look at a screen. Uh, I will do it if I'm sitting at my computer, let's be honest, but there are many times that I should wear them and I don't. But every time I go and get my eyes tested, they give me the joyous news uh, that my lenses that um, I got last time I was there no longer satisfy the requirements I need to see clearly. And that really hurts because, you know, the last time I went, the person that checked my eye said, well, you know, this is what happens when you get older. And I'm like, wow, gee, thanks, you know, for the encouragement. But the lenses that were good for a season are no longer what I need to see clearly moving forward. They have to make an adjustment. What was no longer fits for the new season that I am walking into, to the future that I'm looking into. I can't see as clearly with the old lenses as I can with new lenses. You know, they say that hindsight is a beautiful thing. It is. But when we look back in hindsight, we look back with wisdom, knowledge, the areas that we've grown in, the lessons that we've learnt, and we can go, oh, you know, if that happened again, I'd do things differently. But you made the call, you made the decisions, you did the outworking at that time with the best knowledge that you knew how at that time and place. Don't be condemned because you've got greater knowledge now than you had back then. We cannot change the past, but we can learn from it. We've got to adjust our lens to bring clarity. We've got to go intentionally into the future. Yeah, you learn and take the lessons that we have taken on from what has happened previously. 
but not keep looking back. Let there be an adjustment, an adjustment to our thinking. Come on, a whole heap of us get stuck in stinking thinking from the past. A whole heap of us keep going back to those things and, and you know, maybe those areas of sin or those areas of challenge or those things that we thought we had overcome. But, you know, God wants to bring an adjustment to our lives. He wants to enable us to have everything that we need going forward. Life doesn't mean that it's going to be simple, it's going to be easy. But as I said before, our future is in his hands. And let's allow him to work on the inside of us to bring the adjustment that he needs to bring. We can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. You know, to grow to change, to mold into the person that God has called us to be. We've got to bring adjustment. Our personal call also requires movement. It requires us to get moving, to get up off our butts and and do something with what God has deposited within us. Does that mean that we're all not doing what God's asked us to do? No, hear me out. But there is an element to all of our lives where God is challenging us to move forward, to go further, to to learn from him more, to, to take the lessons that he's enabled us to walk through into the future, but to become a person that is closer to the way that he is. We want to be people that reflect him, don't we? Come on, we want to be a people that know his voice, that hear him with clarity and get moving. Movement is growth, development, and learning. We have a saying around here that says, on this team, everyone plays. And, you know, that is true here in church, but that can be so true in your family, in your workplace, in your spheres of influence. You know, in 2021 as a church, we are actually working with our key leaders and department heads and we're doing what we're calling personal development plans. We're getting each one of those people to fill out a bit of a form to talk about, hey, what do you want to achieve in three months' time? What about six months, you know, and then further into the future? Then we'll meet with those people, we'll, you know, see what ways we might be able to help resource them, encourage them, you know, if they um, need further um, guidance that, you know, we find the right people to do that. You know, because corporate and personal vision walk hand in hand together. But I think too many of us try to separate it sometimes. You know, we try and look at our life and go, well, you know, I've got my family segment and I've got my friends segment and I've got my church segment and I've got my work segment. But you know, when we put Jesus in the center of all that we do, he can mold something beautiful out of all of those segments. And that means that there is a cohesion when our, in our personal life to our corporate life as a church. We can utilize those giftings and abilities um, that we have, you know, in our workplace to flow over into our families, that can flow over into our friendships, can flow over into our, uh, what we're doing in church. It's not a if, but it's a when we can allow God to combine those things, that there is a cohesion that takes place. 
God wants to be involved in every single element of our life. There is no separation that has to take place between those different elements. Our home, our work, our church lives don't have to be separated. They can all join together to be part of our call. I don't believe God calls us to a certain area and asks us to neglect all the others. He wants to utilize every segment of our lives to bring about a fulfillment into who it is that he is calling us to be. You know, 1 Corinthians 12, the way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church, every part depending dependent on the other part, the parts we mention and the parts we don't, the parts we see and the parts we won't. If one part hurts, the other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. And if one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. You know, when one of us wins, we all win. When one of us grows and develops, that has a ripple effect onto all those others around us. So what's in focus for your future? Philippians 3 from the message says this. I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of these things but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onwards to Jesus. And I'm often running and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on the goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us, if anything, uh, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You will see it yet now that we're on the right track Let's go. You know, let's not let fear paralyze us from the future. I read a great quote from Christine Kane as the band comes um, in the last couple of weeks, and I just thought it really summed up a whole reason that we can get stuck in our personal call sometimes. She says this, So often we are paralyzed by the fear of missing God's will. We literally do not move because we are waiting for 10 confirmations. Here's the deal. Most times you're not going to have to step out in faith. Most times you're going to have to step out in faith to find out if it's God. God is big enough to redirect you if you're wrong. So what are you waiting for? What's God been challenging? What's God been speaking to you? You know, even as I've been preaching to you this morning, what has the Holy Spirit been stirring again in your life? What are those dreams, those visions, those things that you pictured that you've allowed disappointment to to take root and you've stopped believing that God can do it? Who we are, God knows. We try and and be the ones that take um, the elements of our life and bring, bring control. But, you know, maybe for some of us this morning, we actually need to let go of control and let God. 
got to let go of trying to make it fit the, the path that we've, you know, drawn out. And instead, we're going to hand over all of our intentions, all of our dreams, all of those things to God and say, hey, God, I want you to be the one that brings clarity. I want you to be the one who brings direction. It's time for us to continue to look forward. Let's not get caught in the trap of looking back at what was, but let us press on with endurance for all that God has. You know, if you've been faithful in your family, continue to do that. If you've been faithful in your workplace, continue to do that. If you've been faithful in serving in church, continue to do that. But allow God to be the one that brings the focus for the future. He doesn't leave us out on a limb by ourselves. But, you know, sometimes it does take that step of faith. It takes us to go, oh, my goodness, God, well, I don't know what you want to do here, but I'm going to get moving because God can redirect us if we get off track a bit. You know, you can redirect a car when it's moving far easier than if it's stationary. So if you're not sure what your call of God is on your life, get moving and do something. Get moving and God can redirect. Come on, get moving so God can speak and bring that readjustment if that's what's needed. But get moving. Come on, this week, why don't you take some time to write down what God has been speaking to you about. Habakkuk 2 says this, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. Come on, some of you need to get pen and paper out today and you need to start journaling and writing down some of those things that God has been stirring in your life because when stuff comes and and life is thrown at you, you wanna be able to see what God has said. And if you write it down, then you're able to go back to it. Come on, let's pray. God, you are so gracious. God, that first of all, you created us. Lord, second of all, that you love us, that we are chosen and called by your name. And Lord, as we are going through this series on Focus Forward, Lord, I pray you would adjust our lenses to see what it is that you have for us individually, but collectively in this season. Lord, there is nothing about this current season that you don't know about. Nothing about this current season that has taken you by surprise. But God, in all of that, you can lead us through and out. Father, let us not get stuck in the past. Let us be ones that see breakthrough to move forward. God, we just wanna be a people that continue to love you, to know you. Father, I pray that you would open ears to hear this week how you've been challenging and moving. God, I pray for a release of dreams and visions again. God, I just believe that there would be a stirring in some people to see with clarity again, those areas that have seemed dark, almost like the lights have been switched off. But God, I know that you're going to speak to them. Holy Spirit, even right now where they're at this morning, God, move, speak and adjust. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.